and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with the indicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's package covers investment mantras by wealth wizards of India. That's how Forbes India puts it. It profiles 20 investment gurus and gives us their take on investing and joining me to talk about the whole package of stories of the cover is Praveen Palande, editor markets and finance. He has anchored this issue. Hi Praveen, it's great to have you back. Yeah, hi hi Abhishek. Praveen, tips about investing where to invest where not to put your funds they are available online there are channels which keep such content to its users now with that background what is your cover story about and why is it that you took a shot in that direction where there is already so much written about it okay let's just look at it as there is too much noise around you if you watch financial channels if you are reading financial newspapers magazines hanging around with friends there is so much noise out there that you don't know what is the real news or what is the real analysis or what is it that is real so in such a situation we just decided that why not talk to 20 experts who have been around in the market for around 20 years and how they have managed money or how they have become such good individual investors our intention right now out here is like any reader who go through this 20 profiles can actually create a checklist for himself because what we realized after talking to these 20 people is that investing is a very personal thing beyond a point nobody can really help you so if you go through these 20 profiles there is a chance that you yourself can help yourself in a way that this is a diy issue so generally we get people telling us you know invest in so and so stock or put your money in so and so sip instead of that you're saying you have your own checklist because you're different from every other investor and use these essays as a background which doesn't tell you where to invest or what to do but rather what philosophy that you can you know apply and speaking in the air if you can help me with an example or two as to how this will help a reader to make smart decisions okay let us just look at it this way that you are 35 years old not exactly a person who actively invests in funds or puts money in stocks So if you go through this list there is a chance that you can come out with a checklist that kind of tells you where the experts have gone right and where maybe at times they have gone wrong and if you are the kind of person who believes that there is too much noise in the market and there is too much randomness in the market then you would prefer to also have a position on index funds which is a passive investment strategy and you as an investor generally feel that there is nobody out there who can beat the markets at a time when there is so much noise in the market so i guess you can create your personal philosophies of investing going through these 20 stories if i can call that talking about philosophy can you briefly talk about a couple of them just to give a taste to our listeners what is it that they can expect when they pick up this issue so there are 20 gurus as such and they one good thing is that they are not being very didactic as to what you should be doing rather they talk about their own perspective so anything striking that comes to mind right now as oh, to yeah so two guys really strike my mind as of now let's look at srinivasan who handles equities at sbi mutual fund he accepts the fact that beyond a point it is luck that decides success or even for the matter of failure there are not many people who actually come out and say that so you should give it to that guy that he understands the role of luck and comes out in the open about it so he is one guy 
then uh, you have someone like Ashwat Damodaran. He's a professor at Stern in New York, and he's probably the ultimate uh, voice when it comes to valuations. Just to cut you in, Praveen, uh, for listeners who might know him already, he's a bit of a celebrity among students from across the world, right? I myself have uh, gone through his lectures online, which he gives away for free, I believe, to, yeah. to understand complex jargons and valuations, like you mentioned, in a user-friendly manner. And he's done that during the dot-com boom. Today he's written a book, so he's... he's he has written many books. Now, he's one guy who is so accessible. I just wrote him a mail one evening and said that, you know, I want to talk to you for the Wealth Wizards issue. And he immediately gets back to me, okay, you can call me now. And I called him now. You know, <laughs> okay. I just called him up and he spoke to me for 15 minutes. And trust me, it was getting 15 years ago again in those 15 minutes. And he was very clear in his approach. And he just said that you should really not go for, for fund managers who think too much about themselves and who think that really, they are really smart. I think one lesson that he says is when you start thinking that this fellow thinks of no end about himself, just avoid that guy. I think that's a great lesson. So when you read an interview, when you listen to some guy talk on television, and even for a second you feel, boss, this guy thinks too much about himself. I think, you know, you should never invest with that guy. He says, and I quote from your article, that he respects investors who don't blow their own horn, are humble and yeah. recognize how much of their success is due to luck. And coming from a professor who does math and valuations for a living, luck is an important factor here. And if you see the lineup of our guys that we have out there, all of them agree this entire thing of luck and this entire thing about processes. So another thing that you will notice about these guys is that one thing they do agree that there is luck. And second thing, they clearly are emphasizing that, you know, process is the most important thing. If you get your process right, then you want to get your investments right. I personally want to make my own checklist after reading these 20 guys and put 10 points out there on a piece of paper and read the points every day. And I will not try to change the checklist, probably hold on to that checklist for a long, long time and then see how my funds or my stocks are doing. Now, I will emphasize funds out here than stocks because this is an issue for ideally people who don't indulge into stocks but want to be in the stock market through mutual funds. And that checklist, I suspect, will have this at the back of the mind. And this is the common thread that binds all these essays is that they always are insisting that you keep invested. It's the old mantra, the traditional approach. I read that, yeah. uh, for instance, uh, uh, Rhythm Desai, MD of Morgan Stanley India, hasn't sold a single stock from his personal portfolio in 20 years is what I read. Then you have Ramesh Damani, the founder of uh, Ramesh Damani Finance Limited. He was once a software coder and he invested 10 lakhs in Infosys. The value grew by 100 times. And he says, you know, you've got to be waiting. Now the yeah. question is, how long do you wait? This is an awful amount of time that you have to wait. When do you make the money? When do you cash in, Praveen? Because everybody's saying, wait, keep invested. So does Warren Buffett. How does a regular investor decode this and start spending the money that he's earned? So frankly, I don't cash in at all. So the markets are up. My wife is telling me that I should now sell my investments and pull the money out. So my answer to that is there is no such thing as a right time to sell. What an investor should do is hold on to his breath and figure out how long he can hold on and ideally not sell. If he can't sell at all, I think it's even better for the simple reason that if you can't sell, that means you're managing without that investment, right? But if you can do that vacation without selling, then why not? Because you are invested in quality and you are invested in a portfolio. I think out here again, we are talking about quality for portfolios and quality stocks because I generally believe the best quality stock can also go through a very bad patch. Like we are seeing what is happening to companies like Infosys, you know what happened 
to something like Hindustan Lever. So these companies keep on going through bad patches. And at that time, you really need to be a very good investor to figure out this is bad timing and all, all that. So if you are investing in a portfolio with a fund, I just give that headache to the fund manager. Don't take it on yourself. And Damodaran, he says, if you believe that the fund manager is not going to deliver, park yourself in an index fund. Index fund is basically the Sensex. If you make a fund out of the Sensex, Sensex is an index. So that would be an index fund. So that's the safest bet. The top 30 companies that we're talking about here on the stock market. Yeah, either the top 30 or the Nifty 50 fund. These funds account for 60% of the market cap. So why not be with an index fund? It charges less amount of money, rather less amount of fees for the investor. And wherever the market goes, you will make that much money. You may not uh, basically get super normal profits, but you should be happy that over the longer terms you made like 17-18%. And in any case, from here onwards, even active fund managers will also have to struggle a lot to give you the returns that they gave in the past. So let us just put it this way, that if you want to build long-term wealth, then the tortoise is your friend. You know the tortoise lives for 100 years. So imagine if the tortoise was investing in the stock market. What would he do? He would invest and breathe slow. You know that. If you breathe slow, you live longer. Yes. Just invest and just pray that you live longer. Just go for a run. See that your heartbeat is slowing down and have a great time. Yes. I think on that note, it's time to wrap up. Praveen, thanks a lot for your time. This is great. Thanks a lot. And before we log off, all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And this issue is not just about finance. Some other stories include one on Wimbledon, which is about to start in the week. There is a little story on a social enterprise named Dharma Life, which is making a difference in villages. And a little bit about social media and why it matters in today's world. That's about it. Bye-bye.